This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. A very, 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 very happy Monday to all of you. Not celebrating a win, but still reason to be optimistic. Nebraska football moving forward. Definitely some question marks. We're going to get into it here in a bit. Auburn, they fire Brian Harson. Buy or sell with the NFL pack show for you. My name is Nate Brennan. He is the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. You're listening on the block, 93.7 The Ticket. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline. Starter him and text line. We want to hear from you, as always. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Check us out. See what's going on here in studio. Also, interact to interact with us on all those platforms as well. We are brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, 27th in Pine Lake. Head on over, tell Charles and his crew that we sent you. Some of the best food in town. I promise we would not steer you wrong again. 402-464-5685. That is the Sardinian Text Line Honda Lincoln Hotline. We want to hear from you. Strick, what's going on today? Happy uh, Happy Monday. Well, it is a Monday. It's... Um... It's kind of a somber Monday. Somber Monday, yeah. A little uh, bit. You know, normally it's manic, but it's it's somber. There's a lot of news out there right now a lot in, of in, in the uh, space. But, yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was a tough weekend. I think that's probably why I didn't actually go to the game. I didn't want to be. Yeah, you, you did frust- say. I said yeah, that. You did. I didn't want to be frustrated. Um, and, and there was a lot of frustration to go around. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to continuously bash them because right. they're, they're working with what they've got. You know, and I think. Right. I think for the most part, the defense did the best that they could. You know, they held up as best they could. But it, 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 at the end of the day, you know, Illinois' defense was phenomenal. You know, you're looking at what, four turnovers. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who you are. You you just can't. You can't beat teams. You can't do that. that. And, and surprisingly enough, too, Strick, I, I thought the offensive line didn't look awful. Because mm-hmm. that was a big part of the discussion is that their defensive line is going to get after you. But the offensive line, I, I think there's obviously still room for improvement. But I don't think it looked as bad as we'd seen it. And, and kind of the direction I want to take with this, we won't harp on it for too long. Because we got to get to the news that Auburn, they fired Brian Harson And... We're going we're gonna to dive in further because this is now the fifth Power 5 coach to be fired this season. That's not the offset. Like, that's so far this season, and that just seems like a lot to me. So we'll, we'll break all that down. But my biggest question and my biggest takeaway from this is Chubba Purdy did not have it. Like, he – I don't know if something was wrong with him. I don't know what was going on. And Logan Smothers ends the first half as the quarterback – and then you never saw him. And I, I'm fine going the direction of Chubba Purdy, but after a series or two, you could tell something was off. Like, he he did not look good. And you just never saw Logan Smothers again. So I, I don't know if maybe they're going to roll with Chubba Purdy because I know Mickey had said last night that there's a possibility Casey Thompson won't play. He could be out for an extended period of time. And if Chubba Purdy's what you're rolling with, that, I, I again... 
maybe it was just an off game. I don't know, but it looked rough, and it does not make me confident yeah. moving forward. I mean, he didn't look he didn't look prepared. He didn't no, look at, like at all. He was a part of the whole process at all. Um, he, he didn't look comfortable. He no. didn't look. Uh, anything of the sort, no. I, you know, at that point, I think that does make it difficult for, I mean, obviously, when you're down like that, I can understand the strategy in it, in that you're basically saying you're going to have to throw the ball <laughs> in order to get back in the game. You have and that's to. not Logan Smothers' strength. Uh, if if I think if the game was closer, I think if they maybe had a lead, you could probably maybe roll Smothers. with the Smothers because of the running abilities, and you'd have to account for him differently. I thought that could have been a good change. I agree. You know, just the fact that it is something that you have to account for uh, a little bit differently in your game plan as opposed to just pinning your ears back as a as a defensive lineman and going after the quarterback. And that's what they did. I mean, they got after him. I mean, four turnovers. Um, they weren't great turnovers either. I think the the one that got um, Casey Tons, Casey Thompson hurt. It was a stunt. It was a it was a you know midline stunt. Uh, guys came around and they didn't pick it up very well. They've struggled at stunning. They They've struggled at uh, cross uh, stunning and and stuff at the line, really pretty much all season. And again, it it affected them. And I think that's that's what got Casey hurt. I think so too. And it, it'll be interesting to see what they do because I I think last year the game plan for Logan Smothers against Iowa look it looked good it looked solid it it didn't work out in the end and i i think there are a few things to blame special teams being at the top of that list but you can put a game plan together that makes Logan Smothers look serviceable if not flash like signs of being pretty good at times the other thing i i want to mention too before we take a break uh, again quick segment I had a longer crossover I think the sudden turning on Mickey Joseph is completely unwarranted and unfair because I, again, I think there were at times that, that Mickey might have gotten out coached. Brett Bielema, one, a solid coach to begin with, but two, like, look at the situation that he was dealt. And I just, I don't know how all of a sudden we had this expectation that Mickey Joseph is just going to turn this around with the snap of the fingers. There are very obvious issues with this team, and you can look outside of coaching. I, I don't care. You can look inside the coaching staff, whatever you want. This isn't an overnight fix, yeah. and if you think if you thought that, that Mickey Joseph was going to fix it overnight, like we that's need to have a delusional. serious discussion because that is that is delusional. Yeah. So I think the complete turning on Mickey Joseph is a little bit unfair. I think we still, like we said this entire time, Strick, we need to see how the rest of the season plays out. We need to see what happens. But for you to just think that Mickey Joseph was going to roll in here and everything was going to be perfect and it was going to be sunshine and rainbows, like you are very far off from reality of what the situation is. Now, I, I think if Casey Thompson goes down, that's a closer game. I, I think it's a closer game. I think the defense did all they could do. You got to score more than nine points. You just have to. Period. And on top of that, too, the defense was thrown in a couple situations. There's some costly turnovers that gives them a short field. That played into it, too. But Casey Thompson, I think that's a closer game. I, I think you take away a couple turnovers, that's a closer game, too. But finding a way to pin this on Mickey, I think, is completely unfair. I mean, I think earlier they did what they were supposed to do, right? They They – uh, obviously we're pursuing and making sure that um, big fella um, Trey Palmer didn't yeah. beat him. Oh, I mean, goodness. that was, yes, they did. that was one of the things that they were really, they were harping on. You can tell. And, and listen, 
Give give credit to the cornerbacks of Illinois because they were matched up one on one a lot, and they they, they did a good job of stacking the box. There was little room for Anthony Grant to move when he did have room. He you know he made some headway there and got some things done. Uh, Jacquez Yant didn't do as well. Uh, dang, you know, just a couple plays. Like there were situations where you had to make plays. Ramir Johnson, right. wide open. Oh you've my catch, gosh, you've got to catch that. Those that balls. changed the momentum too. You know what I mean? You have those situations. Then, but the one they took advantage of, which I was hoping to see more Washington or you know Brown or somebody right. but Vocalek took advantage of a situation they found him and, and and obviously it was a a successful play but they've they've struggled in the areas they continue to struggle in and not held chase down first half and second half got going yeah. and he went over like you know I think I said he was going to do and I just didn't think that we can hold him down too long, especially when you're looking at a time of possession that was almost doubled again. Oh, my gosh. You're again, at 38, again. 38 minutes to 21. You just can't do that. No. You can't do that and expect to win games. No, especially putting your defense on the field that long, too. And I, I will say, positive to take out of this, I think the defense, given the circumstances, performed pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Chase Brown had a couple big they, runs. They didn't make – well, here's the difference. I, I, th- I think they looked solid for the most here's part. Here's the difference, though, Nate. The difference was is that catch, run, uh, if an uh, Illinois player was in the vicinity in any form or fashion, right. they were making the play. It right. was they, right. the, the running back You're or right. the receiver was going down immediately, yeah. and that's different yeah. from us. Uh, you know, we find we'll catch Chase in the lane, uh, Buford or sometimes our, our safeties, and we miss a tackle. That's another 10 yards. Right. You know, we did that a lot. And that was, I think, a major problem as to some of the lack of success that we had is that the difference is is the other Brown brother, right. <laughs> the one, he was make, they were making play, they were all over the place, and they just didn't give little space. And you can just see the discipline, the lane discipline, the tackling was uniquely different, and that's, mm-hmm. that's why I think they won. Right. And I keep bringing up, too, just the short fields will kill you. Like, you can't I, – I don't know where they started specifically, but I remember the one drive – Illinois started at like the twenty five or something. It was off the Casey Thompson turnover, and mm-hmm. he just well, you, you can't put because one they're getting short rest because you're turning it over, and then two you're giving Illinois a short field. Uh, it's just tough to do against any team. And if you would have told me the, before the game that Nebraska would hold Illinois to twenty six, I think I would have said they'd they'd keep it closer than twenty six to nine. It, Professor Rick brings this up, too. Maybe we'll touch on this a little bit before we get into the coaching streak. He says, really frustrating situation with our backup quarterbacks. Yeah, it is. And what's really frustrating about it is that you brought in Chubba Purdy specifically so you wouldn't have a frustrating situation. That was the point. And Mm -hmm. it looks like if they don't have Casey Thompson, Nebraska might have some serious issues. And, again, I know it was a tough situation to be thrown in. You can make improvements. Now you can game plan if you know Casey Thompson isn't going to play. So hopefully it looks a little bit better. we got to take a quick break. We're going to get into some coaching talk. Auburn, they officially part ways with Brian Harson. What does this mean around the country? Because that's now another job open as Nebraska continues their search. We'll talk about it next on The Block, 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 